Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. Hey, everybody, you're back where it's at, and it's time to chat. I'm here to bring you the start of us doing our part to bring you the latest in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and more. Thanks for tuning in to the 182nd edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. This is Tanisha Baker, and you are listening to Talking With T, the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. It's November 19th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper Tyga, fashion designer Calvin Klein, actresses Jodie Foster and Meg Ryan, talk show host Larry King, sportscaster Ahmad Rashad, actor T.C. Carson, singer Tamika Scott of Escape, and Grammy Award-winning singer Tony Rich. On the national calendar, this week is National Bible Week, National Gaming Puzzle Week, and National Deal Week. Today is National Play Monopoly Day and International Men's Day. As we get closer to the Thanksgiving holidays, we are going to continue our theme of gratitude through giving. We rise by lifting others. Winston Churchill said, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. I experience more peace and contentment when I extend myself to others. The ability to share a blessing increases the blessing and multiplies the benefits. I encourage all of you today to participate in charity, benevolence, help your fellow man, extend yourself to others, and show gratitude through giving. Today, I want to highlight a new T's top team, Eliza Kroom out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Eliza is an 11th grader at Austin East Magnet High School with a 4.2 GPA. She is a member of the girls' soccer team, dance company, AVID, and the Mighty Marching Roadrunner Band. She is also an Urban League National Achiever and Project Grad Scholar. She is a member of the Interact Club, which is a student service and leadership club under Rotary International. She is involved in the Student Government, Junior Achievement, and the Knoxville Utilities Board Teen Work Program. Eliza's future plans include attending Clemson University to pursue her goal of being a doctor in the Coast Guard. Eliza is a bright and shining star in her community. Her smile is infectious and her energy is attractive. I am proud to know and highlight Eliza Kroon as one of T's top teens. Let us continue to recognize and celebrate young people doing the right things. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. After this week's tip from Tarika. Hello. This week's tip is, if you're not a friendly person, if you're not a people person, don't choose fast food as your job or career. First of all, when you're in fast food and you have to interact with people, especially in the drive-thru or on the front counter, you need to have a better attitude than to treat people like somebody forced you to come to work that day. I don't think uh, McDonald's or Burger King or um, McAllister's Deli came knocking at your door and told you to come and work for him. I think you went and applied. If that ain't true, then maybe you need to uh, reevaluate what you chose to uh, work or where you chose to work because when someone comes to that drive-thru and someone comes in that restaurant, you need to be pleasing. You need to be happy to see somebody. Not 
it was the end of the world when they walked in the door or that you don't want to give them a pack of ketchup or whatever. The attitude uh, with fast food people at fast food is getting worse and worse. So if you are in fast food and you don't have the personality for it, just just go ahead and find you something else. So ask the manager if you can go to the back. Just ask can you be a, a prep person that you don't have to interact with people because no one deserves to be treated like they forced you to come to work and do your job. If you apply to work there, then you sign on for having to deal with people. Again, this is the tip for the week, and I've been talking with T. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Trump plans to visit U.S. troops in war zones after being criticized for missing the presidential visit to Arlington National Cemetery on Veterans Day. A couple and homeless men are charged after it was discovered their GoFundMe campaign was based on a lie. The couple decided to make up this big grand story involving the homeless man assisting the woman on the side of the road. They said he gave her his last dollar so that she could get gas and make it home. Well, none of that was true. And so the police caught up with them as a text message to her friend revealed that the story was made up just to pull at people's heartstrings so they would be encouraged to give. Well, it worked as they raised over $400,000. 47-year-old Kim Porter, most known for her longtime relationship with Sean Puffy P. Diddy Combs, passed away this past week from what seems to be pneumonia. Miss Porter leaves behind four children three who she had with Diddy and one she had with Albie Shore. She was more, though, than just a baby's mama. She was a beautifully talented model and actress. Nearly 1,300 people are still missing in the California wildfire area. The known death toll has reached 76 as of this past Saturday. The fire is now 60% contained after destroying almost 150,000 acres. The man who shot and killed two black shoppers at a Kroger's in Kentucky and injured another and who was suspected of being a white supremacist has been charged with a hate crime. Gregory Allen Bush walked up to one of his victims in the store and point blank shot him in the back of the head. The other two victims were shot in the parking lot. Later, surveillance videos showed that prior to going to Kroger's, Bush had attempted to enter the doors of a black church near the same area. Don't touch that doll. I'll be back in a while with our review of Trending News. All right, listeners, it's time to review Trending News, and I have on with me today our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And so our first story is one that was trending in the news last week, and it saddened our hearts as we learned of a black security guard who heroically subdued a shooter in a nightclub and probably saved some lives while, unfortunately, he lost his. Not at the hands of the shooter, but at the police. Jamel Roberson was a security guard at a bar in Illinois when he and other security asked a group of intoxicated men to leave. The men then returned armed and shots were fired. Roberson had one of the gunmen restrained when the police arrived. When they got there, one of them immediately shot Roberson before he even knew who he was. People were yelling at the police that he was a security guard, but it was too late. 
it was reported that Roberson was working extra shifts to buy his son's Christmas gifts. And I also read where Kanye West donated 150000 to his memorial fund. Yes, he did. It's, it's just saddening that even when you're doing your job, you are still considered a threat. And people was, they said people were screaming out that he was a security guard and he just fired without even knowing who he was. Yeah, and so we can't ignore, you know, people want to sweep it under the rug, but we can't ignore that racism comes to play or perceptions come to play because basically they went in, they knew something was going on, they saw a black man, they killed him. I mean, it's hard to dispel that. Yeah, and they have other means to apprehend people. They have tasers, they have the beanbags. I don't know I don't know why they always resort to killing us but use other defense mechanisms for other races. Right, right. Well, the rest of our stories today, Pam, are straight out of the Crazy Chronicles. So put on your seatbelt. These stories are show enough a trip. We uh, first got an Alabama man who held up a convenience store Sunday morning. When the police arrived, they found a 73-year-old clerk in pain with orange liquid on her face and in her eyes. The suspect came to the register to buy two pieces of candy, and then... He flung a cup of hot sauce into her face when she opened the drawer, at which time he began grabbing the cash. I'm like, so hot sauce is a new weapon now? What? I bet that burnt the dies, though. <laughs> yes. So they really couldn't charge him with having a weapon. But, of course, you know, he was charged for a robbery, but it couldn't be armed robbery because he used hot sauce. Oh. Well, that's, that's probably all he had. That's just. I guess that was better than having a gun, maybe? I guess. I don't know. Anyway, that was just crazy to me. That That is and crazy. Then, <laughs> and then there's a woman identified as Casey. She was getting ready for what was supposed to be the happiest day of her life, and she was set to marry who she called her dream man. The couple had dated for six years before deciding to marry. The night before a wedding, she got a text from a strange number that said, I wouldn't marry him, will you? Then there were screenshots of conversations between her husband, Abi, and this other woman. We're talking about an abundance of conversations, a whole bunch of them, including selfies of the two. The text messages were dated from months prior to just days before their wedding. You can go to the link to the story on my webpage to see some of the messages, but let's just get to what she said. Against the wishes of her bridesmaid to been there, you know, with her when everything went down, she decided to proceed with the wedding. If she got ready to say her vows, this is what she said. There will be no wedding today. It seems Alex is not who I thought he was. I love all of you, and as horrible as this is, I'm glad you are all here. There will not be a wedding reception today, but instead, there will be a celebration of honesty, finding true love, and following your heart even when it hurts. Then some people started clapping, and some even started cheering. So my question is, (laughs) to you and the listeners, was this a good way to handle it? And then I'm curious, Sam, what you would have done. I don't think I would have done. I would have went that far. I would have ended it beforehand. So this was the night before her wedding when she got the text message. So her and her bridesmaids were in the hotel room. Oh. 
That's a tough one. I don't, I don't, I don't know. A tough one. If you want to embarrass them, then that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. She outed it in front know. of everybody. Right? What have you? What would you have done? I would told that church up. <laughs> <laughs> and while I was there, it'd have been the perfect place to pray for forgiveness. I, I mean, I don't know those those situations. I guess. We can speculate on what we would have done, but if you're not in her shoes, you know, it's probably hard to say. So, listeners, you know, has anybody ever gone through something similar? And if you have, tell us what you did. I'm going to move on, though. Uh, there are two women from New York. They were visiting Myrtle Beach for a wedding, and they decided to visit an attraction called Broadway at the Beach. Now, keep in mind, they decided to visit this attraction early one morning and it was closed. But they decided to go in anyway because they were able to get in the gate. They also decided to ride this, I guess, I don't know, it's called the pipeline slide. So there was no one there to tell them they needed a burlap sack to go down the slide, nor that the slide needed to be sprayed with water. These women, let's backtrack, they done broke into this park. Decide to go down a slide. They don't have no instructions. They go down it anyway. High speed. They sustain significant injuries. And we're talking about broken bones and fractures. The kicker is, now they've decided to sue Broadway at the beach for their injuries because the park failed to secure the slide and the entrance. Thoughts? First of all, nobody told them to break in. Right. That's, that's the first mistake. So how... They got the audacity to try to sue somebody. That's what I was thinking. And I was just wondering, is there a loophole in the law that says if your place is not locked or secured and somebody comes on your property, it's your fault? So let's say if somebody breaks in your house, right, or they walk in your house and your door was open and they hurt themselves, they weren't invited, they trespassing or whatever. That's supposed to be your fault? Right. No, that was their fault. That's what I'm thinking. But, you know, I don't know. I'm not that up on the law. But, anyway, they filed this lawsuit, so. Yeah, they can chalk that up as, as a loss. Well, Pam, are uh, you ready for Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm I'm getting there. Uh, yes, this year has gone by fast. It yeah. has. It's hard to believe it's November already, and I know I'm looking forward to all of us assembling together as I think everybody will be in town in one location, and we'll put together a couple of live videos for our listeners, talk about giblet dressing and all the other strange happenings <laughs> around Thanksgiving. And <laughs> I'm dreading the potlucks at work. Oh, I don't do potlucks. I don't either. I'd be like, I'd be like, who cooked that? Who fixed that? Who fixed that? And I know I shouldn't do that, but some of them got cats and and dogs <laughs> and all kind of stuff in on top of the stove. No, I ain't gonna be able to do it. So, but we will uh, enjoy hearing about uh, our listeners and their traditions and how everybody has celebrated Thanksgiving. You know, our theme this month is gratitude through giving. So earlier in the show. I encourage people to be a blessing to others. So I just want to remind people that when they can and where they can, 
to to give a little. You know, there are a lot of people that won't enjoy a big Thanksgiving meal. And so we want to keep them in mind and do what we can for them as well. So I guess, Pam, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And hopefully uh, Jay will be able to say it. (laughs) Yeah, I think he got caught up in one of his 17 church services that he'd be going to on Sunday. Well, they start on Saturday. So, listeners, sometimes, you know, Jay is missing uh, as he's doing a foot ministry at one of his church services. But we wish him well and we miss him, and uh, we hope that he's able to join us next week. I'm about to call him and, and call the church and tell him to go ahead and wake him up. He's probably still covered up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. We discuss many topics on Talking With T, and if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We want to continue to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. I also want to continue to spotlight local arising artists. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. You can find the links to many other stories we share and discuss on our website. Also, remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. New shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. However you choose to listen to the show, remember to leave your reviews and comments. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. We make a living by what we get. We make a life by what we give. Winston Churchill. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.